Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Melanie Cole's Health Radio. It's radio that's good for you. Food addiction is one paradigm towards understanding a problematic relationship to food. We have to eat, and yet there are people that have addictions to certain foods and have problems kind of regulating that. And my guest today is Dr. Vera Tarman. She's the medical director of Renaissance Canada's largest substance abuse treatment center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Tarman. People hear food addiction, and they don't believe such a thing exists. And Overeaters Anonymous and all these things talk about it. What exactly is food addiction, and and is it so difficult to treat? Because this is not like alcohol or or anything else. We Uh have to eat. Yeah. Well, thank you um, uh, for inviting me to speak on your show. Uh, This is a really important topic because... Uh, first of all, you're absolutely right. We have to eat. And uh, that so many people are struggling with their food intake, especially with the whole obesity crisis in the background. And there are now more and more programs um, out that are trying to attract people to deal with their weight issues. And so people will go to those programs, lose weight, uh, kind of get control over their food. But then as soon as they get off the program, they're back and they gain more weight. Um, and uh, the, the whole uh, thing that we're trying to suggest here, uh, the, the, those of us who believe in food addiction, um, is that there's a paradigm that's being missed, that, that uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, we have to treat some foods, not all foods. And we, we talk about we have to eat foods. We do, but, but we don't have to eat all foods. We don't have to eat particular processed foods that are addictive for some people. And if and if we can kind of isolate what those are for particular people, uh, then then the the success that people get, they can continue to have that success. And we think it's the fact that they're missing that that little piece that there's an addiction happening here for some people. Um, that's why there's so much failure in these programs. Well, I think so, too. And now we've heard about sugar addiction for the last bunch of years in the media. So I'm going to start with that one, because sugar addiction seems to be something that people are are understanding that we're addicted to. And when you talk about sugar... Yes. Dr. Tarman, I, I want to make sh- make it clear that carbohydrates, people say, oh, I'm addicted to that. But you're not addicted to a carrot, which is also a carbohydrate, or a tomato, exactly. or exactly. a piece of fruit. So so clear that up a little yeah. bit for us. I mean, that, that's exactly it. So if we were eating carrots and, and, and pieces of fruit, now basically how we ate 100 years ago before the processed food industry kind of got in and made foods toxic. I mean, this has become, it was never intentionally on my part to be a political issue, but it's becoming that uh, in my mind. But anyway, if we were to eat those foods that we were eating before, we would be fine. Our, our body evolutionary wise is is ma- we can manage the sugar of an apple because there's all that fiber. There's only so much fructose that you can eat, uh, you know, in a day, even if you cram yourself full of apples. Um, how many can you really manage to eat? Three or four tops, and then the next day you don't want that anymore. But if you're doing, uh, you know, the, the apple drops or the uh, apple juice or the apple whatever where it's five six eight apples in a day in a drink that amount of fructose our body can't handle i mean that's how we're creating diabetes uh, and i mean so you know it's affecting us physically we can see that that's the whole obesity issue but it's also affecting us mentally there's a, a number of people who just can't handle the, the the lure of sugar i mean we are biologically programmed to want sugar uh, but when but if you give too much that 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 want switch won't turn off for a particular group of the population that's what we're talking about is that group okay so how do you 
moderate as it was. And as you say, if you eat three apples in a day and then the next day you don't want any of those. But if you're going to eat potato chips or if you're going to eat a piece of cake, sure, you could want that every day. So how do you moderate? Is moderation possible? Because what people say with alcoholism, it's not necessarily possible. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, there are some people who can drink one or two drinks a day. And, and, you know, because alcohol, you know, gives everybody a buzz. It gives even flies a buzz when there's, you know, flying around rotting fruit. Um, and they come back for more. But but the thing is, is when you take a substance out of its natural environment, uh, so, you know, you take the rotting fruit and actually distill and concentrate it and make it a drink, um, now it's a highly potent substance, and uh, which, which will affect everyone. But some people, they're like the canaries in the mine. You know, they, they um, are much more... We all, we call it an allergy. It's not officially an allergy, but it's a hypersensitivity allure to that substance. So you, you take um, uh, sugar from uh, an apple. That's okay, um, but but when it's ten apples, it's not okay anymore. It just it it, it takes over. Um, yeah. Well, no, you did. And you know what? My mother used to say you can even overdo it with lettuce if you're because she was somebody who was in at the time it was called Tops and she Uh, lost 120 pounds. But now I also have a sister who did bariatric surgery. And so it runs in my family. But I'm an exercise physiologist and I'm somebody who understands the thought process that goes into yeah. weight loss and goes into gaining weight. And, oh, it's yeah. it's it's such a, a vicious cycle for people. It sure is, yeah, yeah. So and, and, when so you look at those things, it, yeah. yeah, so yeah, you uh, with moderation, but with like tops and with those kinds of things, you can overdo even the healthy foods. Yes, you can, and you can overdo exercise too. So is moderation possible? It's maybe possible for some people, but when you're talking about something that is already highly potent, and, and it's not only that it's highly potent, like there's a lot of fructose in a candy bar and, 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 and sucrose, etc., um, but it's also that it's going down quickly because there's no fiber. You can eat six of them in an hour, right? Like you can do it quickly. And, and so when you do something quick and a lot, it becomes addictive. And uh, it, it, moderation might be possible for the person who's not sensitized as much as another person where um, uh, they can't. They just can't. It, it's almost like... Um, uh, at a certain point when the receptor, the insulin receptors are so beaten down and you, you get type 2 diabetes, it's not a good idea to eat sugar anymore. Like moderation is not really possible for that person anymore. And similarly in the brain, it, it, for the person that we would actually declare as a food addict, which we figure are about 20% of the population, moderation is no longer possible. So it then what can they do, no Dr. Tarman? What, what they do basically is, uh, it's, it's actually not that radical, but it is radical. It is don't eat sugar anymore. And you might say, how can I do that? Well, we're not talking about the sugar of an apple. We're talking about the processed, highly potent sugar of juice, of uh, pop, of course, uh, soda, um, of uh, candy, of processed food. If you just eat natural foods, you're going to be okay. Um, Now, if a person is so addicted that they've developed all sorts of horrible patterns of binging, even on lettuce, they may have to um, enforce more structures, and they're going to have to do a lot of things that we in the addiction industry call relapse prevention tools, and, you know, that's where the 12-step programs come in. But it depends on where you are in that continuum. You might get away with just saying, enough with the sugar. It's not can I, if I can leave one message to your audience, it is sugar is not a natural food. It is a toxic substance that the food industry is declaring is natural. It's not. Wow. Are there other foods? And just we only have like a minute left. Are there yeah. other foods that are considered addictive? 
Uh, well, yes. Uh, uh, anything that's, uh, I'm sorry to say it, highly processed. So there's, there was actually a list of it. Don't be sorry to say it. I mean, that's, yeah, okay. you, so, you don't so need like, to be sorry. Okay, so here, here's a list of what are classified as addictive foods. Chocolate, number one. I think everyone can nod to that. Ice cream, French fries, uh, pizza, cookies, chips, cake, popcorn with butter, cheeseburger, muffins, cereal, there you go. That's just that's just the top ten. Wow, Whoa. I love that. I love yeah. that you did that. Now tell people where they can find more about you. Um, they can find more about me, addictionsunplugged.com, and my book, Food Junkies, The Truth About Food Addiction, gives all this stuff in a very easy, palatable way. Food Junkies, The Truth About Food Addiction, in a palatable way. That's that's yeah. good. That you see. Yeah, that was clever. So you can see more about her at addictionsunplugged.com. And yes, we've just learned that there are such a thing as food addiction. It is it is very real, and certain foods lend themselves, as Dr. Tarman said, to being more addictive than others, chocolate and sugar. So it's definitely something that we can look at and learn from. And in this obesity epidemic that we're facing in this country, all of these bits of information that we're giving you here at Radio MD are tools to help arm yourself to be the best and healthiest person that you can be. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening and stay well.